Michael Geyer. Welcome to The Protector Show. How are you doing? I am doing great. I'm very happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Uh, it's great having you. You know, we were just talking about Washington, D.C. and all the sites. It's finally starting to open up here. So you got to come back and really check it out again. You know, what was fun when we, my wife and I were there is we got on bikes. You, know, you can rent them or those little scooters. And we got all over that city on scooters or bikes. It was really a lot of fun. You know, um, those scooters, I love them. I don't, you know, just rent a scooter, just to rent a scooter. You don't really even need to say sightsee. I was like, one day I had to get from the Capitol to uh, all the way down by the Lincoln Memorial. Mm. And I was like, oh man, it, there was a motorcade that was coming. So the streets were knocked off. I had like 10 minutes to get there. I'm looking around. I'm like, there's a scooter. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm just going to hop on it. and I'm going to go. And it was, it was, it's really that easy. It's awesome. It's so much fun. Yep. Well, the reason I have you on today is you have a documentary and Wounded Heroes. And the thing about it was we need to know more about what is going on within our community. And the Protectors community is part of the Wounded Heroes. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you start off to do a documentary on military and then you found out, hey, you know what? This isn't just affecting the military. It's affecting the Protector community, which is the law enforcement, mm -hmm. the veterans, the emergency responders and everybody. So why this documentary and why now? Well, we originally were going to be producing a feature film called Wounded Heroes, but with actors. We wrote the screenplay and we're actually still going to be doing that. Uh, we're working on that now, uh, now that the documentary is out. But that was the original plan. And I didn't know much about post-traumatic stress. And so I wanted to interview some veterans just to learn more. And met a guy in San Diego named Carl, who was really suffering from post-traumatic stress. And they had him on 18 medications. And when I talked to him, they just lowered it to 16. But that's a ridiculous amount of medications for somebody in their 20s, I thought. So when he said it was just a Band-Aid and it wasn't actually solving the problem of post-traumatic stress, I walked out of that interview and decided we need to put the movie on hold and I need to create a documentary where we find solutions that actually solve the problem, get that behind the person so they don't have to deal with post-traumatic stress anymore and they get their lives back. And so that's what we did. The film's filled with great treatments and programs that get people, give them their lives back and get post-traumatic stress uh, part of their history, uh, the past, nothing in their lives now. How much that surprise you to hear that he was on 18 different medications? Oh, it was shocking. And what's sad, though, as we started interviewing people and meeting other veterans and first responders to find out many of them are put onto a lot of medications, sometimes just because, you know, they'll get diagnosed with post-traumatic stress. So they'll walk out with three to five prescriptions, then they'll have side effects. So then they need to give them prescriptions to help with the side effects. And then it just kind of snowballs. And before you know it, you know, they're up to 18 medications, which is still, it's still shocking to me. And it's shocking that I heard that so often among the people I talk to. You could only imagine what physiological aspects of all that medication is doing, like rewiring their brains, rewiring their bodies. Mm -hmm. and, and just like you said, it's a bandaid. It's not going to get them over the hump and trying to get them off them. I mean, have you seen anybody while you're making this go from 18, 20 medications down in none? So I haven't personally. 
seen it firsthand, but what I have done is talk to veterans who told me they were on a lot of medications. The medications actually caused more problems. One guy said he couldn't even walk out to check the mail. He's curled up like a baby, as he said, just a piece of furniture on his living room floor, couldn't move, couldn't do anything, had no life. And once he got off all the all the medications, he got his life back. And so they told me how many prescription medications they were put on. They told me the treatments that they found that actually solved the problem of post-traumatic stress. And then they now said, I'm on no medications, period. So that's pretty amazing. It's very amazing. And I think about the young soldiers and the young service members, because me, when I went to war, I was in my thirties, you know, I've already mm -hmm. been living a life for a long time. Mm -hmm. I think it's someone coming out of high school that's just learning, just maturing. Yeah. And, and next thing you know, they're in a combat theater and they're putting their lives in a line and they come back with post-traumatic stress. Mm. They're 21, 22 years old now, and they're out of the service and they're like, what do I have next? What's next? Yeah. You know, like, what are the, what are the types of uh, service members you talk to that went through this? And, and it wasn't just uh, service members. We also talked to veterans, I'm sorry, um, police officers and firefighters and other first responders. Uh, the people featured in the film are mostly veterans. Uh, and th some of those veterans are also police officers once they got out of the military. But so they came from all walks of life. And, you know, when I first started this project, I thought post-traumatic stress was just something that the military dealt with. I had no idea that I could get post-traumatic stress outside of the military and that anybody can get it. And it, Turns out it's a normal reaction to a traumatic event. So mm -hmm. anyone battling post-traumatic stress, it's absolutely completely normal that they would have post-traumatic stress symptoms. Um, and so they shouldn't feel the stigma, the negative thing. I'm broken. There's something wrong with me. No, that's what's supposed to happen when you experience what you experienced. And you have to get through it. You know, one of the things I, I love talking to first responders and I love talking to anybody within this community and see how they get through and how they deal with it. Mm. And a lot of times it's finding a new mission. Yes. You no, know, not having, when you go from like, you know, that's why you find a lot of law enforcement and a lot of emergency responders commit suicide, you know, within one to two years after they get out is because they don't have that mission anymore. Mm. That mission has been part of their life for so long that now they're like, I don't have anything else. So yep. planning on your next mission is, is huge. What are, what have a lot of um, the, people you talk to, what are they doing now? Well, you know, if they're not still on the job. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, and it's great because you're bringing up the whole mission thing that a lot of them all are on a new mission, it gives them a purpose. Uh, but they also got post-traumatic stress taken, taken care of. So it's no longer part of their lives. They sleep through the night. Um, a, recently, a woman said, I have my husband back and my children have their father back. You know, they literally, I think a lot of people don't believe you can get post-traumatic stress behind you. But we have example after example of people saying, I no longer have post-traumatic stress. If you put them through the test, they have zero post-traumatic stress symptoms. They no longer are traumatized. They, they can sleep through the night. They can keep the relationships. They can keep a job. Uh, they have their lives back. And in the film, it's just a message of hope. Uh, every person talks about how their life has changed. Some saying, I haven't been more, let's see, um, I'm happier today than I've ever been in my entire life. That's amazing. That's an amazing statement. Another guy said, I feel like a soldier again. A Gail said, uh, life is worth living again. And these are people who are suicidal and hopeless, but they found an alternative treatment. One of the ones featured in the film 
that gave them their lives back. And now they're living a completely fulfilling life. And that's what this film is about. Anybody battling post-traumatic stress can do the same. You can. I mean, you know, I've talked about it in probably about 30 or 40 of my shows. I don't even know. I always mm-hmm. bring it up about this dark cloud mm-hmm. that gets in your head. You know, it's not just PTSD, depression, it's everything else. It's yeah. a darkness that's in you. And it, sometimes it lasts 24 to 48 hours. If you can get through that, you could drive on and, and, and just keep driving on until you could find a solution mm-hmm. to get rid of it completely and have that clear head. So uh, this mm-hmm. is amazing that you're doing this type of work. And that's why I want to ask you, what is your background? What, what, what were you doing before this, before this movie? Because this obviously yeah. affected you a lot. Yeah, this ended up being a passion project. So uh, my entire life, I've been an entertainer. Um, so that's how I made a living for most of my life. And then uh, mostly on stage back when I was younger, uh, I'm a singer, dancer, actor. So I started in a lot of Broadway shows all over the country and in other countries. Um, and then I was hired to start a show here in Los Angeles. Uh, so I was here for five years and that got me my roots planted here in Los Angeles. And so I started doing television and film work as an actor. And then once that theater job was over, I kind of just focused over on television and film work as an actor. And then I decided to create a production company. I've always enjoyed directing and producing. So I started a production company back in 2009, just basically doing TV commercials, corporate videos, you know, for people's websites and things. And then from there, just branched into doing films as well. And then, uh, as I mentioned, we were going to do that big screenplay, Wounded Heroes. But after talking to Carl, I switched it and started the work on this uh, documentary, Wounded Heroes. And it's my first documentary. So although I've done a ton, I've done hundreds of film projects and uh, commercials and everything else, this is my first documentary. And it was just a passion project because I knew there had to be solutions that could give people their lives back. And so I set out on that mission and the film is the results. And, you know, what's great about the film, I produced it to save lives. And we just had a couple of screenings in Orlando. And it was so amazing to see a lot of different people, but there were veterans, police officers, firefighters walking up afterwards, shaking my hand and with tears in their eyes saying, thank you for making this movie. And I think it's because they realized that there is hope that they can get their life back. And so many people who have watched the film and have tried some of the treatments in the film, they have gotten their lives back. And so it's been exciting to see. Yeah. You know, I could only imagine, and, and you know, that's the feeling of, of meeting the actual people that you're talking about, you know, yes, you interviewed the people in the movie, but then you're finding out that there's hundreds of thousands of people out there every day that have experienced traumatic events. Not all of them have PTS, mm-hmm. but a lot of them have gone through something and mm-hmm. to bring their stories to light. It's huge. It's very, it's, I commend you for that. Yeah. Thank you. You know, and you might be able to help with this. Uh, my question, because I'm not a military guy and this film was my thank you to our military and first responders who I support wholeheartedly. Uh, my father was a Marine, never saw battle, thankfully <laughs> he, but uh, you know, the film itself, we produced it to save lives. And it's, it's uh, what's interesting is that so many people battling post-traumatic stress, I've learned, are, I think, afraid to watch the film because of the trauma it may bring up inside of them, because they think they're going to have to face post-traumatic stress and it's going to you know just create too much craziness in their minds or whatever. And so um, I've learned a lot of people who've been very supportive and out there on social media like crazy promoting the film for me. I'm finding out I haven't even watched it. And I'm like, why? And I think they're afraid. 
And, you know, there's nothing in this film that anyone should be afraid of. It's just all positive. It's not a downer. It's not negative. There's nothing. I don't believe there's any triggers. It's just people talking about they were hopeless. This is what they found. And now they have their lives back. And so that's why now it's important for me to make sure people understand, you know, there's nothing they should be worried about if they watch the film other than getting better. If they don't want to get better, some people don't, and then, you know, they may not want to watch the film. But if you want to get better, you watch the film, you will get better. You mentioned, you know, in the preview, the mentions about the options and getting better. What type of options did you see they had out there? How, did they, how are they getting off the medication? Well, once they get the post-traumatic stress solved and dealt with, they no longer need the medications because there's no issue to medicate. And the problem with a lot of the medications is they're, they're antipsychotic drugs, but they're black labeled which is the worst labeling the FDA puts on a medication because the, the side effects are so serious. And so they're given these mind altering black labeled drugs. And, you know, this is, many of them are already depressed. Many people are already suicidal. And many times these black labeled drugs that they're prescribing have side effects of depression and suicidal ideation. So if you're already suicidal, it makes no sense to me why they're putting them on a medication that the side effect is suicide thoughts. It doesn't help, you know? And uh, so we're, um, we're really are against the antipsychotic medications, not medications in general. We all need and take medications mm -hmm. for different things and it's important. And there are some people, you know, that may end up still on one, two or three medications that they need to have, but they are off all the antipsychotic medications that they don't need that do cause more harm. And um, so that allows them to get their, their lives back. But it's mostly just them having the problem solved. You know, they just drop down. One example in the film, Brian Anderson talks about a guy, he had some kind of a machine connected to him that would just automatically pump him with drugs just to make sure he got what he needed. And uh, he ended up getting his post-traumatic stress dealt with. And then, uh, you know, short time later with his doctor's help, he weaned off all the medications and they literally took off that machine that was feeding him the medications because he no longer needed them. He had no longer had post-traumatic stress. He had no reason to, you know, have all that medication in his life. And that's what we found with all of the veterans who got off the medications. That's incredible. I, I just, I think about how many, how many people have gone to war, but then I think about how many people are experiencing this on the streets in the U S daily. You know, mm. we have hundreds of thousands of law enforcement as well. And it's just, and emergency responders. I never, I, you know, you can't discount the, the, those, um, those protectors as well. It just, it amazes me how many people are dealing with this and mm. how there's so many different people trying to come at the same issue, but from different angles. And hopefully we can eventually find that silver bullet. Yeah. It's going to be able to, you know, really help the majority of us. And I think we found it. I mean, there's something, there's a lot of great treatments in the film, but there's one in particular that, is just pretty amazing. And I've, we've been working quite a bit with 220.org and with what they're doing. And they are changing thousands of lives where you don't even have to talk about the trauma. You don't have to talk about the event and you can still get it resolved and behind you. You can now talk about it if you wanted to, no emotion connected to it. It's a neurological intervention that they do. And one session, there's a Vietnam veteran 
hadn't slept in 40 years. He, he was talking to the therapist because the judge required it since he had had like his fifth DUI or something because he was drinking so much. Vietnam veterans goes in there and says, look here, little Missy, you're not going to be able to change me. I need to drink just so I can get a little bit of sleep, I'm trying to shut off the amygdala so he doesn't dream or think. And the way to do that is just to drink a ridiculous amount of alcohol on a regular basis. And so he did. Uh, but after that one session of them working together, uh, the next night, day, he contacted her and said, first of all, that treatment changed my life. Second of all, I slept like a baby last night, the first time in 40 years. I mean, I can't imagine that. I love my sleep, you know, and for him to finally, after 40 years, get some sleep, that is unbelievably dramatic for him and his life and a change in his life. And uh, he's now completely better, no more post-traumatic stress, and he's moved on. And so those examples are in the film and uh, the treatments that do that are in the film. And it's, it's all about hope. It's incredible. I'm so glad you did this. Where can we find it? Well, it's all over the place online. Amazon, iTunes, Google Play, Vudu, Vimeo On Demand, uh, YouTube movies. But if you go to woundedheroesdocumentary.com, there are links to all of the different platforms. You just click the link and it'll take you to the platform of your choice. So what is next for Michael Geary? So here's what I'm excited about. So we have that original feature film that we wrote. Michael Geyer. Sorry about that. <laughs> oh, that's right. Did you say gear? I did. You know, it's so easy. Everyone thinks I'm gear. And I always have to say, no, it's Geyer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, so the film, we're working on that now. So the screenplay is written. And I just met with somebody today who is determined and incredibly excited to raise the money for it. He is a person who's able to get money for different projects. And so he's gung-ho and working on that now. So the next project very well may be the actual feature film that started this whole process. Uh, it may not be called Wounded Heroes when we get it done, but right now it's still called Wounded Heroes. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you coming on today. And I look, yeah. you know, I'm actually going to go watch it now because that's what I was afraid of. I was afraid of triggering, not really triggering events, but just really, uh, I don't know what I was expecting. And I'm like, I'm in a happy place. I, I'm like, yeah. is this movie going to be really sad? But I'm excited to watch it now. Really and it's am. not sad. That's the good thing. It's not sad. We're giving solutions and that's a great positive thing. That's encouraging. And, you know, I, I, like I said, I love our military and everyone who has served in our first responders. So even the music, it, it's uplifting. I had a composer write all of the music and, you know, I was very clear with what I wanted and it's very patriotic music, very uplifting music. And the whole film is not a downer. It's a very positive event saying you too can get your life back. You too do not live, have to live a miserable life for the rest of your life. There is hope. And, um, and since the movie's been released, there have been a lot of people's lives changed because of the treatments they've seen in the film. So, uh, yeah, that's what it's about. Thank you, Michael. So before I let you go, what is Sponsor Hero? Sponsor Hero is a program we just launched that gives people the opportunity to purchase screenings that we can then give away to our heroes at no cost. And it's a great way for us to say thank you to our veterans, our first responders by purchasing it. My, my goal originally was to give the film away for free. I tried to raise money so that you know the budget could be paid for through donations so that we could give it away. But I found out very quickly, it's not easy to raise money. <laughs> so we raised, I think about $13,000 and uh, the movie, the budget was $250,000. And uh, so nowhere close to it, but my wife and I realized the importance of this movie. And so 
we had a talk and we decided to just fund it ourselves. So we, we've done that. And so you know, we came up with this sponsor a hero idea so that we can still give it away for free and then also still reimburse ourselves for all the money we spent and time the last three years. And so that's where sponsor hero came from. It can be four, $4 sponsorship, uh, you know, uh, one more. When you bring up raising money, it's the absolute hardest thing to do. It is. It is because like, I don't know about you, but I hate buying and selling. I like buying things, but I hate trying to sell things. I hate trying to sell anything and then trying to raise money for like even a, a, a project as important as is tough. So please everybody check out sponsor hero. Cause you know what? This is more than a passion project. I could tell this is, this is really, you know, we talked offline everybody and this is really, it's, it's solid. So mm. check it out.